This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. Hello, everyone, and welcome along to Betting Weekly Game Bet Match, the number one tennis betting podcast brought to you in association with Bet Rivers, your hometown sports book. I'm Nigel Seeley. I'm delighted to say, joining me to look ahead to the men's singles final. And the 2023 US Open is our senior tennis handicapper, Sean Calvert. Sean, I don't know about you, I'm sitting in this room here. I'm absolutely sweltering and I'm doing nothing, sitting on my bum, talking to you. Those players in the last couple of days, they've been sweating it out in really, really hot, humid conditions. They Incredible have. scenes. They have. I mean, I've got the aircon on in here. I'm, I'm always a bit concerned. I always ask you, Donna, whether you can hear it in the background because it is it is quite noisy, but quite nice in here with the aircon. Um, obviously, you don't have that. You don't have a, a sort of nice cooling breeze when you're out there on um, on Arthur Ashe or, or Armstrong, particularly um, if it, if it's sweltering. But yeah, yeah, tough tough one for the players, and um, yeah, it's a tough tough old day for me yesterday. I got I got one right and one quite quite badly wrong. So yeah, there we are. Yeah, I mean we I watched both of the matches last night. I fell asleep actually in in, in after the set, second set and the. Um... In the Djokovic match, because it was obviously uh, not the Djokovic match, the uh, Medvedev match, because it was quite late here, the Alcaraz Medvedev match. Yeah. But the first game, I played the over 31 and a half. And I'd, Shelton had set points. He, he, he played with no fear in that third set. First mm. couple of sets, he looked absolutely nervous. And I still don't think Djokovic played that well. I, well, I, he only I, won 34% of his second serve points against Shelton, didn't he? So that's, yeah. that's not great. I managed to get the 6 3 score correct. Obviously, yep. that was a lean. The leans win. The, sometimes, and the bets don't. That's kind of how it goes, isn't it? Sometimes, I think. I think quite a few people did have the six-three from some of the comments. I don't. <clears throat> some of the comments. Sorry, I had on um, Twitter that a few people had the six-three. So pleased about that. But um, yeah, difficult one for us yesterday. I think it's just Medvedev was just. I, I said he'd have to do something different, and he certainly did, didn't he? Against against Alcaraz. What a what a unbelievable performance that was from 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 Daniel Medvedev. He gave himself. He rather generously gave himself a 12 out of 10. I don't know whether you saw that when he was asked about his performance. Um, a bit like your performances on, on this show last year, which 12 out of 10, definitely. 12 out of 10, I don't know, I don't know about that. <laughs> um, but what a, what a great serving performance for me. I mean, you, if you, you're serving like that, that's that's pretty much half the half the, the game done. You're serving at um, 64% and winning 82% of your, your first serve points. I mean, Alcaraz didn't even see a lot of them. They were just flying past him if you're playing like that it gives the rest of your game a massive massive boost as well and um you, you can't play better than that simple as that Medvedev I, I doubted whether he could whether he could turn that matchup around and you know he did uh, props to him that was that was unbelievable tennis yeah a brilliant performance from Daniel Medvedev who's through to a repeat final of the 2021 US Open where he beat Novak Djokovic in straight sets uh, let's talk about the conditions though firstly um mm. roof was on yesterday Roof is going to probably be on for the women's final today, and we would expect the roof to be on to the men's final as well. A lot of rain in the New York area over the next 48 hours or so. Yeah. Do you think that's an advantage for any particular player or any any sort of strategy you want to be talking about with the roof on? I don't think it makes much difference between these two. Um, I said in the video the other day, I think that 
Medvedev would have preferred to play Djokovic. I think it's a much better matchup for him. We'll talk about that in a minute. Um, you know, they've they've had some good battles on outdoor hard, indoor hard, clay. Medvedev's beat him on clay in the past as well. Um, so I don't, I don't think the roof's going to make that much difference. But you're right. It looks like there's a lot of thunder around, a few sort of thunderstorms, rain in the, in the forecast. Still very, very high humidity. Um, 80, I think it's about 80%, 75%, 80% humidity. So it's not going to be comfortable conditions for the players. It's still going to be hot and sweaty, but it's about seven degrees cooler, isn't it? So it's it's a slight relief for the players. Still still tough conditions. You know, it's not easy conditions with that high humidity, but um, yeah, slightly cooler, which they'll be both be relieved about. Because this, this will be a, I think this will be a pretty physical match. Yeah, let's break down the each player's route through to the final. Start with Medvedev. I mean, his, his route's been pretty tough, isn't it? I mean, Diminor, he lost the first set there, come back, battled back. Rublev is exceptional in both of the real, real heavy conditions. And then Alcaraz, so that's that's quite a difficult route for him. You know, he obviously he's got through against to easier opponents in round one, round two, round three. But he's getting better and better as the tournament's gone on. I mean, I, I did, we mentioned him as a, as a, when we looked at the outright market and I, and I sort of highlighted, I thought he was the value. I, lived, mm. I didn't bet him. I didn't bet him because I didn't, I didn't think he, personally, I couldn't didn't think I agree with you. I couldn't see him doing anything against Alcaraz. I didn't bet him, but I thought on what you, if you've just come down from a strange planet and you've just watched tennis for the first time and you looked at the odds and you said, this guy's 10 to one and this guy's uh, minus 125 and this guy's t- uh, even money. You'd be saying, well, we've got to bet the 10 to one guy here. He has impressed and he's getting better and better and better as the tournament goes on. Um, mm. With Djokovic, I don't think he's, been that impressive he's done what he's had to do his route here has been very very easy uh, i mean it was shell he hasn't run into anybody uh, not even the seeded player is he well we said at the start oh, didn't we? is the only seeded player he's running yeah we said at the start didn't we you know who's going to beat Djokovic in that in that in that fourth quarter yeah <laughs> the answer is nobody uh which is what we expected at the start but y- you're right I don't, he's not he's not had to play that well has he he probably has got another couple of gears that we haven't seen yet. I imagine he's still got those, but you know, he's, he's not a young man anymore. And this is going to be a, a tough, tough battle against Medvedev. I'll come on to the, the stats of the head to head in a minute, but I don't, I don't think this is, I don't think this is anything like as, as, as much of a foregone conclusion as the, as the odds suggest. I think this price is, is too short on Djokovic. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you. I mean, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, because I've agreed with you the last couple of times <laughs> you've spoken and we've got it drastically wrong, but uh I mean, I, I've looked at that final set against Shelton. Shelton had all those hit all those winners. He tried to make so many unforced errors as well. But he, he took the game to Djokovic. And Djokovic, a better player, I think, would have won that third set. I think Shelton obviously went for too much on a couple of occasions. It was two sets to love down against Laszlo Jerry, which is mm-hmm. which is not. And Fritz had countless, countless, countless of, of break points. And Djokovic didn't didn't let him have up on one. He's given opponents chances, but he hasn't played anybody. You know, in, in apart from Fritz in the top ten of the world, and I think now, you know, and I think the gap between the top four and the top five in the world is so much bigger than the the, the ten to, to thirty. But I think he's in for a real big test tonight. I really do. But let's have a look at the 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 head to head, as you say. Let's run it down. Um, before we do that, we'll give you some odds. I mean, we'll start off with the money line, and this is quite interesting, really, because uh, Bet Rivers opened up straight after the match minus uh, two fifty Novak Djokovic, and they were plus two hundred five Daniel Medvedev. And the money in the first couple of hours of trading has actually gone for the number two seed, Novak Djokovic. He's now down to minus 278. And Medvedev is increased in price to plus 225. So the early money has come for Djokovic. I'm not quite sure if that's the right move there. Uh, we could look at the head-to-head. The head-to-head is 9-5 in favour of Djokovic. Um, Djokovic, last time they met was in 2023 in Dubai, a tournament I was at, and Medvedev won 
fairly comfortably 6-4, 6-4. And that actually was the only defeat this year on a hard court for Novak Djokovic. He's 26-1 and and Medvedev was the only person to beat him. Obviously, they've met in the final here in the US Open where Medvedev won very, very easily. 6-4, But obviously, Djokovic has won more, more, more matches than him in that period of time. But the most relevant, I feel, is this year in Dubai and uh, and the US Open final before where Medvedev took it to him. So you break down this headset, you look at the, the, the what the statistics tell us and um, sort of point us into way of value. And then after that, I'll give you some more of the, the, the specials of over 65 different markets that Bet Rivers have on their website. Okay, so I've taken the last 12 matches because I think, I think the first two are irrelevant, really. They were very long ago. Medvedev retired in one of them, I think. I think it was a Davis Cup match he retired in. The other one was on grass many, many years ago. So I've taken the last 12 matches, which is quite a long, quite a long way. Um, slight edge to Djokovic, but nowhere near as much of an edge as you'd want if you were backing him at what is he now? One, two to five? One point minus two seventy eight, almost 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 three to one on. Yeah, that's just look at these odds. Service points stats, shall I say? Service points one and return points one titles in those twelve meetings. Medvedev ninety-eight, Djokovic hundred and two. So a slight edge to Djokovic, yeah, but Nowhere near as much that you would think he would be a, a favourite as short as he is. Um, looking at it slightly further, Med- it's actually Medvedev that's created the more breakpoint chances and won more second serve points than Djokovic in those 12, 12 meetings. The main difference has been that Djokovic has been better at taking his breakpoint chances. He's won a, a huge 47% of his breakpoint opportunities. You know, he's, he's winning almost one in two of every breakpoint chance that he's, he's created. Medvedev's done pretty well. He's won 40%. Um, but Djokovic has just done that bit better. And I think that's, that's given him the edge um, overall, as I say, 7-5 in the last 12 um, meetings. So I think this is just, it's much more of a chess match, this, for, for Medvedev. And he, he he prefers this sort of matchup with Alcaraz coming at him, throwing everything at him, popping in the drop shots, hitting the big forehands, the aggression. Um, up until yesterday, Medvedev hadn't been able to deal with that, but he's, he's dealt with Djokovic pretty well because it's Djokovic is bringing a similar sort of game um to to the core it's it's not been a a massive problem for Medvedev you know he's okay he's lost some matches but he's won his his fair share of matches and the overall head-to-head is pretty close you know if he's hitting that backhand down the line that was kind of key for him yesterday against Alcaraz he did a couple of things that you know I said he'd have to change stuff and he did he came to the net um much more often um Medvedev he came to the net I think it was uh 39 times yesterday against um, Alcaraz at Wimbledon 26 times. So he's he's come to the net much more often. If he's prepared to do that again, just makes it makes things different, gives him more of an option. The backhand down the line is a, is a, is a, a winning shot for pretty much anybody. If you've got a good backhand down the line, that gives you another string to your bow. If you watch someone like Taylor Fritz, 99% of the time he's hitting it cross court into the bigger target because that's what he's comfortable with. It's, it's to go out of your comfort zone Take it down the line with pace. It's a much harder thing to do, but then opens up the court for the forehand, the next shot most times. Um, and that's what he did against Alcaraz really, really well, as well as coming to the net, as well as serving brilliantly. Um, you know, a, a repeat of that level, it's asking a lot for him to repeat that level, but somewhere close to that level, I think we'll see um, Medvedev go closer. Yeah, well, the stats don't, don't tell the lies. I mean, that is, that's a compelling argument there. For Medvedev, and I'm quite staggered by the money actually coming in from Novak Djokovic. I'd imagine like a big wager coming in or someone 
having a big bout. I can imagine the big hitters going for Djokovic and the more recreational betters going for Medvedev. But I think the line is 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 very, very heavily weighted in favour of Novak Djokovic. And I don't see any reason why. I was mm. taking a dog for a walk this morning thinking, how am I going to play this? And I was thinking, what should I do? Should I actually just bet Medvedev on the money line? And I think probably if the price gets too big, I think you might have to do that. But this is the interesting thing for me here. On the opening money line, the move has come for Novak Djokovic. He's gone from minus 250 to minus 278. On mm. the game spread, uh, Bet Rivers opened up a plus 109 Djokovic, minus 405, and minus 112 Medvedev, plus four and a half. That's gone in Medvedev's favor now. It's gone down, he's gone down to minus 125 on the game spread. So the spread now from minus 112 Medvedev is now minus 125, plus four and a half. And Djokovic is now out, out from uh, minus 109 to even money. So the money for Djokovic on the money line, but the betters want to get with Medvedev on the on the spread. So they um, think he's going to win, but not by much. Yes, they, they, they think he's going to win maybe a long match. That's why I'm thinking, because there's also been a move on the over games. The overs well, have gone from minus 109 to minus 112. All right, well, I've got something on the over games as well. And that is, sorry, just before you go into that, Sean, that is yeah. over the total is 39 and a half. So there's a little bit of move on 39 and a half. Yeah, I mean, these two don't play long sets because it's a, it's more of a return-oriented matchup. The returns have been not dominant, but retur- returning has been decent, very, very decent in this matchup. It's not been a serve-dominated um, matchup at all. Look how many tie-breaks they've played. It's very, very few. They've only played 0.12 tie-breaks per set in their last 12 meetings. I think it's four tie-break sets in thir- the last 33 sets they play. So they don't tend to play long sets because someone always tends to break so they don't they don't go to a tie break very often and the first set if you if you back, back in um the first set the first set between these two has been either it's finished either 6-3 or 6-4 12 times in those 14 career meetings so it's a, a big lean there for for anybody if you fancy if you fancy Djokovic but you think that price is too short maybe back him to win the first set 6-3 or 6-4 that has come in, as I say, 12 times in 14 career meetings. One of them has won it either 6-3 six, uh, six, or 6-4. Six, so I wouldn't be tempted with the over games. That, that's, it's quite a high line. And as I say, you, you, if it goes to a sort of longish four, you probably won't cover the 39 and a half games on the on the basis of what they've done before. If, if every set sort of 9-10 games, well, you might squeak it maybe, but um, that wouldn't be for me. I'd, I'd be looking at maybe the first set correct score. Um, I'm slightly tempted by no tiebreak in this. That's about about six to four or so, isn't it? Two point five, two point six, I think. When I looked yeah. earlier, uh, risky, obviously, but you know that that's come in numerous times in their in their matchup. So that's another angle, another way of looking at it as well. I've just given you some stats on the total games here and the fourteen matches they've played. Seven of them, of them have cashed overs, and seven of them have cashed unders. Uh, and in the Grand Slams, all of them have gone under. Um, there was one match which was, line was pitched at 40 and a half in the 2019 Australian Open and it came in at 40. So you would have lost if you played 39 and 30, 28 and 40 in the majors, but seven out of 14 of the matches. So it's a real 50-50 call on the over and under. Uh, looking at those... go over sets rather than over games if you're going to go, if you think it's going to go Yeah, long, but you've got to go over match. four and a half, haven't you? you you've got I'd to go... do that. Yeah, over three and a half is minus $2. Over four and a half is plus 220. So you're betting a fifth set at plus 220. I think there's better value out there than, than betting that. I think for me, I, I'm, I'm going to come on to you in a minute, Sean, but I I, I think I might be bold. and I'm, I might just play Medvedev on the money line tonight, you know? Because I think in play, you are going to get an opportunity where you will get 
your 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 ticket will be a lot lower than it is. And you will be having an opportunity. I mean, I don't like hedging. I don't like trading. If anybody does, it's up to them. But in play, I think you will get an opportunity to be able to. I think this will be a, lo- a long match, which is going to twist, go one way to the other. And I think it's a fantastic in-play bet. And that's a brilliant offer from Bet Rivers, who offered that US Open daily offer of get a 50% match bet up to $25 on a live wager each day. This is your final chance to do so. And what a bet. Well, you couldn't have picked a better match, I don't think, for an in-play. So I think the initial move would be to take Medvedev at plus 225 on the money line and then trade it in play. I wouldn't be surprised me at all seeing Medvedev take the first set, Djokovic take the second, that kind of match. And then yeah, we I wouldn't disagree a, with that at all. Yeah. yeah, and then we could have a nice book. So I, I, my, I think my strategy tonight is to get with Medvedev early doors. And I, I got a sneaky feeling if Medvedev does win this, I think he'll win it easy. I think I think if he wins it, I think he get out tra- get out early. I think he can beat him. And if it goes long as well with the age of Djokovic, I think that suits Medvedev as well. But is what, what were you sort of coming from the same angle or yeah. a different way of attacking? Yeah, I was going to go, uh, well, I am going to go plus uh, plus one and a half sets on Medvedev. So he's only got to win two sets and he's still getting plus money on that. Um, it was 2.08 plus 108 with Bet Rivers when I looked earlier on. But to back, backing him to win is 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 just as good. I mean, it's braver. That's that's the difference. Um, I've gone slightly slightly more conservative on it, but it's the same. It's the same idea. I just think this price is just it's it's just way too short for me. Mm-hmm. Just way mm-hmm. too short based on the fact that Medvedev has has beaten him numerous times. Occasionally beaten him pretty easily. You know, he won six four six four earlier on this season in Dubai. Um, I know this is different, but it's still it's still a hard court, and he's he's proven many many times that that he's a very very difficult opponent for Novak Djokovic in the last 12 meetings Medvedev's won at least a set 10 times so it's very rare that Novak Djokovic wins this in straight sets I think he I think he beat him in the Australian opening straight sets one time but other than that Medvedev's always causing problems and the stats the stats do bear that out you know the 98 to 102 it, that 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 is a pretty close matchup um I don't know if Bet Rivers have put the side markets up yet but you can I imagine you get there's an awful lot of side markets on this if you're looking at I haven't seen this yet, but if there's an Aces market up, Medvedev has been far better in terms of serving Aces in this matchup. Is it 0.71 per game compared to 0.37 per game for Djokovic? So he's hitting almost double the number of Aces that Djokovic does. I haven't seen the odds on that. I imagine it will come no, through. They're, they're, at the moment, I'm looking at the website now, they haven't got anything as of yet. But they I imagine be, that will come up at some up. point. I, I should think Medvedev would be a pretty strong favourite for that. If he isn't... It, then you, I'd certainly be tempted to back Medvedev on the on the aces because he's he's hit way way more than the Novak Djokovic. Double faults is, is tight. It's almost it's almost level. Uh, Medvedev's hit slightly more double faults in this matchup, but not not by much. But, I'm just looking. Sorry, sorry. I'm just no, looking at the I'm looking at the the last ten matches that they've played. Yeah, and I'm looking at the odds of the last ten matches that they've played. Uh, plus mm-hmm. one seventy seven. Plus this is price of Medvedev. Plus one seven seven. Plus one forty five. Plus two twenty nine, plus one fifty, minus one twenty five, plus two hundred six, even money, plus two hundred, plus two twenty five, plus one eighty five. So in the last ten matches that Medvedev has played Djokovic, he's only ever been a bigger price than he is now twice. Eight yeah. times he's been less. Yeah, I've got, I've got, I've got the opening. But I don't know which, whether you've got closing prices there. Um, I've got the opening prices here. I mean, the the, the one in Dubai was two point five eight plus. Plus one fifty eight underdog. Yeah. Well, I've got um, I've got him at one seventy seven. Yeah, he probably got. Yeah, he probably got a closing price. Um, you know, even when he won 
this US Open, he opened at um, you know in twenty twenty one, he was two point eight nine plus one eighty nine. You know, he's yeah. a fair bit bigger than that again now. There must be. I, I just I don't really understand these prices. Not normally in a in a final, in a, in a title match of a of a Grand Slam. I'm normally kind of not usually seeing a great deal of value. That I normally nor more or less agree with the prices, but I don't I don't get this one. I really don't. Unless, unless they're thinking that Medvedev's going to be exhausted after that massive effort against Alcaraz. Um, yeah, possibly. You know, but... Do you reckon, reckon it's also to do with liabilities? I, I think that Djokovic will be an absolute disastrous result for the book. And I think Medvedev will be a skinner. I think he would. I, I think the, everyone would have bet Alcaraz and, and Djokovic. And I think Medvedev just went under the radar. No one was even talking about him as a contender. No one was talking about him. And it's probably the, the difference in the book must be immense. A Djokovic will take out millions and a Medvedev win will probably win the millions. So they can probably entice people that. to bet a little bit of plus 225 and, you know, no problem. It could be that. Yeah, you know a lot more about that side of things than me. Um, I just, yeah, on the matchup, looking at the head-to-head and the way these matches have gone, you know, a lot of long rallies, a lot of lot of probing and, and, and you know, I don't think it would be the greatest spectacle in the world, to be honest. Um, you know, these two can sort of cancel each other out a little bit, but you know, from, from a fan's point of view, you'd probably want Alcaraz Djokovic. That, that's more of a, to me, that's more of a spectacle. This this is going to be a real one for the purists, a real sort of chess match. Um, you know, Djokovic might win it, but not not for me at this price. I can't I can't have that at all. I'm afraid. Final question for you, Sean. What mm. price do you make Medvedev? What price? In your opinion, how would how would what percentage charge you give him of winning this evening or tomorrow evening? Sorry, Sunday evening. I'd have put him up something like six to four, right. something like that. About one plus one fifty. Yeah, roughly, yeah. Uh, yeah, something like that. Certainly not as big as this. Maybe even slightly shorter than that. Um, definitely not this price. I'm, I'm more than happy to take take Medvedev. I've taken a slightly conservative approach. Um, you know, you play Novak Djokovic in a Grand Slam final, but plus you know plus money. On Medvedev just winning two sets of this match, I think that's I think that's the way to go. Yep. So we both in agreement here that the line is wrong. It very rarely you see that in a in a Grand Slam final. You usually get to the final and think, well, we're not we won't have a bet. It's not not for us. The best two players in the tournament, we can't really find any value, but we can certainly find a lot of value here. And it all lies with the Russian Dylan Medvedev on the back of arguably one of his best ever performances. Yeah, I would say his best performance ever in the but, circumstances. Yeah. Definitely. And he goes in as the biggest price he's ever been in, in 10 matches against the aging Novak Djokovic. I know he's the greatest tennis player in all time. I know he's been in for history again. He hasn't got a good record at the US Open either. You know, he's he, he, compared to other slams, what's he won it three times? He, I don't know, we talked about players who having a bad record, but they've only won it well, three times. Well, you know, the Australian and Wimbledon are his, his yeah. two that he's been most successful at. Um, but yeah, I can't, I just can't have it at this, at this matchup. Not the, the odds. The, the stats suggest that these prices are wrong. If you're if you've watched that Medvedev match last night, I know he's not been brilliant this hardcore summer, but and he may not produce that type of that level again. But I, I just I cannot have it. I can't have no. these sort of prices. It's it's rare that I would say that in a in a major final. Yeah, it's usually usually the major final. You just go. It's been a good tournament. Let's wrap it up. No bet for me. That's how that's how you do it over the last few years. But you don't, I, I don't think I've, I've heard you more. Um, vocal about a price for a long time George you've got your juices flowing this one yeah it's I just I'm 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 happy to be able to talk about a Grand Slam final where I can see some value it's it's I might be wrong I might be completely wrong um but 
I'm happy to take the chance. At these I mean, with all the stats, all the previous meetings, all, all the, the past form, all the past odds, the opening line, the closing line, all suggest that this is a too big a price. And if that market move continues for Novak Djokovic and it gets bigger, you've just got to, you've got to go with it. So the final is obviously on Sunday uh, evening, early afternoon across the States. Um, head to the Bet Rivers website. They'll have all the markets available on there. Uh, remember, there's four ways to follow us here on Betting Weekly Game Bet Match. You can download the podcast, Betting Weekly Game Bet Match. We will not have a podcast. We've got a week off next week, uh, which is really brilliant because there's no tennis on next week and there's no Premier League football. So I'm, I'm going to go and get on an aeroplane and go and sit on a beach for a week. I can't wait. Enjoy. I can't wait for that. Uh, yeah, so there's no tennis. Me, myself and Sean will be back next Sunday, I think. Looking, or maybe maybe later. Is there? A, I think there's a tournament it's, on Wednesday. Yeah, it's later because the the the. Um, Asian swing of this ATP tour this year, they've changed it um, to to make them a Wednesday to a Wednesday to Wednesday start, if you like, um, rather than the usual sort of Monday to Sunday. They've they've put it. I can't remember what the reason is. It's something to do with commercial reasons with the amount of tickets they can sell in. For, I don't know what it is. It's something to do. It's, it's to do with money. That that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. um, well, it's to do with maybe the TV, right? Whatever it, whatever. In this Asian swing, over the next sort of three or four weeks, they're starting. When, uh, Wednesday to, to Tuesday rather so than I, the usual. I could have had a 10-day break in the sun. I've come. I've done, I've done a week to get back early to speak to you, and I could have sat there just, for another three days. Just change your flights. You know, you might have air miles you've got. You this is, this is easy jet. This is not going to be – you're not going to oh, be okay. any extravagant um, pictures like before. Easy jet. Um, yeah, so you can follow the, the podcast, as I said. You can also subscribe to our YouTube channel, The Benning Weekly Studios. Thank you very much for everybody who's uh, – who's been subscribing to that and also leaving comments on the videos. It hasn't been a great uh, US Open, but it happens. This tournament is very, very hard to make money at the end of the year. I'm looking forward to what happens in the closing few months of the season. Also, you can follow us on our social pages, which is at Instagram and Twitter. And our handles are at Because We Win. Sean, thank you very much. It's been a very, very uh, eventful US Open. The trips to New York have been great. Uh, all the yeah. videos back home in sweltering conditions, and uh, we've we've all had our ailments. People have been complaining about. It. So they, they, the first four minutes of uh, listening to our podcast was like two grumpy old men moaning about their ailments. But uh, anyway, uh, let's had a few problems. I should say one thing, by the way, for the USA: the Wi-Fi was brilliant. Yeah, absolutely brilliant. Take note, Indian Wells, where yeah. there was <laughs> Wi-Fi was shocking, and like Wembley 25... Stadium. Sorry. Wembley Stadium is owned by a phone company. You can't get you can't, it. Takes you eight hours to upload a picture. This was brilliant. You know, props to to, to the USA. I was getting 25, 30 megas uploading videos in like thirty seconds. It was brilliant, and that was on a day when it was like insanely busy. So absolutely fabulous. So that's the high. Uh, the ailments. Let's hope. Let's hope um, Novak Djokovic is is complaining of a bit, bit of ailments at the end of this. Another aging sort of tennis veteran like myself and Sean uh, mm. at the end of this match. But uh, as far as we're concerned. Daniel Medvedev is the value. Sean has come in from a little bit of a pragmatic way to go with the Medvedev plus. Uh, I'm a little more cautious and I've gone all in. As you would expect, Daniel Medvedev on the money line. Uh, take care, everyone. Uh, enjoy your week off, uh, Sean. We'll be back Thank you. Uh, well, in 10 days. We'll be back uh, for the finales of the, of the last couple of months of the season. Uh, take care, everyone, and good luck with your bets tonight.